Welcome to the Divorce Collective Podcast. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and I am a divorce lawyer and author and have been through divorce myself. I'm here to support you throughout your breakup journey. On this podcast, I will share with you my secrets and legal tips on how you can thrive through your separation in small six-minute increments. Don't do it alone. I have got you. Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me again on the Divorce Collective podcast. Today, you're going to hear me in your ears, Danielle Young, Senior Associate here at Collective Family Law Group. Um, Today, I'm going to talk to you about the benefits of formalising your property settlement matter. We get asked by so many clients who come in and see us, do I need to formalise property settlement? Do I need to do anything? Well, the strictest correct answer is no. You don't have to do anything and you don't have to do anything you don't want to do and you're not required to formalise the property arrangements. But word of warning, danger, danger, Will Robinson, danger. There will be risks, dangers and ramifications if you don't. So get advice, always get advice. We do free initial consultations here at Collective Family Law Group. So why wouldn't you get advice and see where you stand and what is best for your matter and your circumstances? All right. So here's some few reasons why we recommend that you should formalise your property settlement matter. Firstly, certainty. Formalising it gives you clarity, it gives you certainty, it finishes and severs the financial relationship between you and your spouse so that moving forward, what's yours is yours and what's theirs is theirs. Because in reality, in family law, until you formalise it, it's likely that it's not what's yours is yours and his is his and hers is hers, it's everything comes into the property pool. Um, Next, why would we do it? Reduce future claims. Formalising it means that there's a finality to that relationship. The formalised order or binding financial agreement will protect you from your ex coming back in the future for another claim of the property pool or another bite of the cherry. Enforceability is the next one. So while we hope you don't need to rely on the orders of the agreement to enforce it, the fact is that if you do formalise it, you can rely on it to go back and make someone do what they are meant to do. So, for example, there's orders that there has to be some things signed, but your ex is refusing to sign them. When you have, for example, a consent order, one of the clauses in there and one of the orders um, is that they've got to sign and if they don't, you can use that order, go back to the court and get a court to sign it on your behalf. That's just one example. What else can we think of? Some save money. Yep, do it right, do it once, I say. If you don't formalise it and your ex comes back in the future, then it's going to cost you more um, to fight it at that time than it probably would have, in honesty, to um, pay it to formalise it straight from the onset. Uh, You might need it to meet the needs of your accountant. So sometimes where there's companies and trusts involved, We might need um, to assign or reassign various rights. So think changing directors of a company or amending trust deeds and removing your ex as a beneficiary and those sorts of things. 
Protection of assets is the huge one. I've said it before. You want to make sure that you're not looking over your shoulder and what's yours is yours um, and what you're going to retain by way of property settlement, you know, that, that you've got no risk of them coming back. Um, property settlement, you know, your assets are from the date that you do it, not the date you separate. So think of your superannuation. You're working your butt off and, um, you know, paying into that superannuation fund and it hopefully, um, you know, goes up and up and up and increases in value. Well, you leave your property settlement to formalise, you know, a year or months after your separation, um, your hard-earned superannuation increase is going to come into the pool as well. What else is there? The people change, including people and their positions. So things change rather. So it might all be nice now and that's great and we encourage that. We don't want you to come and talk to us um, and not get an agreement, an amicable agreement with your ex. But don't just rely on the words of, of, of the agreement as it stands now. Things change, people change, their position changes. Why risk that? One of the biggest, biggest reasons um, is transfer exemption. If a property is to be transferred between spouses, then provided it's under an instrument of the Family Law Act, like an order or a binding financial agreement, then you can reap the benefits of not having to pay transfer duty. It'll save you thousands. That's just some. Not going to wrap it on. I can wrap it on all day. My advice, you know, usually is formalise those property um, settlement matters um, so you can move forward. Options for formalising the property settlement are things like consent orders or binding financial agreements. Don't be scared about the terminology of consent orders or court orders. We can help you negotiate a settlement and formalise it by consent orders and it's all done on the papers without you even having to step foot in a court of law. Um, what else can I tell you? Have you received some documents um, or some draft consent orders from your ex as lawyers? Come and speak to us, get some advice before you sign them. They might not be in your interests or you might be entitled to more than what you think. But we can have a look through the documents and advise whether it's in your interest to sign. We can give you recommendations for changes. We can tell you that the documents are all okay and that you can sign if you want to and you don't even need us. Either way, you should get advice before signing just to be sure. Once they're formalised, there's no second chance and there are challenges to overturning formalised agreements once they're made. If you're formalising the settlement by way of a binding financial agreement, it's a bit more complicated, a bit more technical, um, tune in. We'll do another podcast. Um, so have a look about those binding financial agreements. We'll give you a bit of general information there on another podcast. Um, but they are another way um, that you can formalise. Most times we find, um, though, that you can get away with the less expensive option of a consent order. Um, and if you can, then that's certainly the path that we advise you to take rather than um, finding financial agreements. But, of course, as always, I'm a lawyer, so subject to, it depends. There are always going to be circumstances where binding financial agreements are much more appropriate in your matter, but that's what we're here to tell you. Finally, strict time limits that apply to formalising your property settlement matters, so take heed. For married couples, that is 12 months from the date a divorce becomes final. For de facto couples, the time limit's two years after separation, all right? Don't be confused, though. 
that's not to say you should wait that long to formalise your property settlement. You don't need to. We recommend for an array of reasons that you divide your assets and formalise the property settlement sooner rather than later. But you just need to be mindful that you have to do it within those certain timeframes. Anyway, that's me done for today. Thank you again for tuning in and listening. Come and speak to one of our fabulous lawyers or get in touch with me. We're here and ready to help you through the process and to get you the formal property settlement you deserve and let you move on with financial security in your life post-separation. Thank you for listening to the Divorce Collective podcast brought to you by collectivefamilylaw.com.au. If you got value from this week's episode, I would love it if you would hit subscribe and take a minute to leave a review. You can connect with us on Instagram or Facebook just by searching for Collective Family Law. And remember, until next time, you have got this.